Well, g'day, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Trader Cobb Crypto Podcast. Hope you're having a belter of a day, and I hope you enjoyed the uh, the interview yesterday with Greg Foss. Definitely a firecracker. I love the guy. Had a lot of fun on that conversation. Might have seemed at times when he was being insulting towards me. Let me assure you that he was not. Uh, he's very strong in his views and beliefs and what he does, and I respect the person that has that in them. And uh, yeah, it went really well. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Just to be able to break down some of those those numbers, those core numbers uh, around debt and financial systems and fiat uh, was really, really. It was look. It's what I've been looking for for a long time. You know, I've been I've been sitting there looking at the debt cycle, the interest uh, that the US has to pay on their debt. Of course, the US dollar having increased significantly in value. Sure, it's it's come off a little bit of uh, over the last sort of month or so. But um, I mean, the dollar index is, uh, it's been so strong most of the year. It really has been. That weekly trend that's been in play has been an absolute belter uh, to the point where I started to think, you know, what should I do with my, with my stable? Should I, you know, should I be moving out of the US dollar? Yesterday gave me a bit of feedback on that because the US dollar, as he said, you know, they're all a bit stuffed, but the US dollar is, the, is, the, is still the biggest. So it'll be interesting to see what goes from there on out. But the, the thesis behind Bitcoin's trajectory higher, I mean, he's talking $2 million Bitcoin. Um, that'd be bloody nice. What that, uh, what that is basically, what, he, what he's basing that on is that it becomes a insurance against a failing debt system. And that's what we've got. We've got a debt system with you know, more monetary printing needed to continue to keep that Ponzi going. Well, if that Ponzi continues to keep going, so too will inflation and they'll just package it in a different way. So it's going to be very interesting to see how that plays out. It might not be something that happens short term, by the way. It might be something that takes many, many years, possibly even a decade. Who knows? But it did build my strength around knowing those numbers a little bit better. And I hope you enjoyed that show. If you did miss that show, it's uh, it's yesterday's show um, with Greg Foss. Can't say much more than that. You can find it on all the um, all the gosh darn places where you can look for those things like <laughs> YouTube and all that sort of stuff. And of course, on this podcast. So anyway, yesterday was a damn good day for me personally. And so too is today. Two reasons. One, I went and picked my boat up. Woo! Trailer is in top working order. Excellent. But also um, the the position that I had on basic attention token. Now I, I got long on the eight hour on bat uh, back what was that date on the first of November? So two days ago, Monday, Monday. What's today? Today's Thursday. So Tuesday, uh, I took Bitcoin Cash (BCH) and I took BAT both at the same time. Now the Bitcoin Cash trade ended up stopping me out. That's fine. Whilst the sorry the the BAT trade, uh, I scaled out one to one, and then it raced off yesterday in, in one eight-hour candle. Uh, it went up. Let me tell you to the highs. 14.6%. I ended up closing out another portion of that position, uh, 25% of the total amount, uh, up around five. Or I actually looked at it when it was five to one and closed it at six to one because it shot up again. So I locked in some really, really good profits there yesterday on basic attention token, which with the loss on Bitcoin Cash actually banked me a profit on both of those trades. And that's why I do what I do and split the risk. Um, and, and today again, I mean, it's up 7.3% again. It fell back very, very quickly, a sharp pullback, but now it's shot straight back up again. And um, it's currently, that, that particular position 
uh, well, let's have a look at the reward risk ratio, the rough reward risk ratio. Currently, where it's sitting, it's back at six to one. So I've got very good profits still there uh, on my the last running position that I've got. And it's actually with my stop loss now moved just below break even on the initial position. So I'm pretty stoked with it. Hopefully, it keeps on running higher. Now, as far as the rest of the market goes, we did see our uh, US interest rate decisions come out at five o'clock this morning, Australian Eastern Daylight Time. And that, as it has done in the past, caused a bit of a ruckus, a bit of a ruckus. Yep, we saw the market shoot down, then shoot up, then shoot back down. And today we've been clawing it back. And this has been the same sort of event that we've seen on most of these interest rate and CPI data-driven economic um, sorry, economic data. We've seen these big spikes. And the interesting thing is across the entire top 10, all of the charts look very similar. Now, I suggest that that's probably a little bit of the algorithms just chasing the moves there and uh, driving the price up and down and doing its thing. And this is why I posted in the Discord community as well as on Twitter. And I believe I might have left it off Facebook, but um, letting people know, be aware of this. I tend to not trade around those times. I, I don't want to be involved in that crazy volatility. It's just risk outside of my palate. Um, but what we have got right now is a little bit of a bounce, a little bit of a recovery. And I spoke this morning on my scan saying that the last hope that we've, well, I shouldn't say the last hope, but for the, the hope for this trend to can maintain some cyclicity and push itself into a strong daily uptrend, which we haven't seen for a very long time. The last time that we saw a trend that carried through uh, with more than one singular pullback was back in March of this year. So a long time ago, you know, we're talking the early, like the first quarter, we're now in the fourth. So it'd be nice to see us push up through the highs of 21,106, which is the highs of that move higher. Uh, is it a dead cat bounce? Who knows? It could be. The weekly still with that support and still building in. Uh, the thing is, though, is I want to see a push to 22. If we can see a push from the lows that were set yesterday, that low was 20050 To me, that would mean that we held the number of $20,000 with strength and we boosted from there up to 22000 which is, of course, a significant move higher, which represents you know, a good a good 10%. A move from where we are today could start tomorrow, all right? It starts, first of all, today, but it needs to be confirmed tomorrow. So far, we're up 1% on Bitcoin. We've got a bullish candle right now in that cradle zone. And whilst it's not closed yet, I do hope, and I don't mind if this becomes a big candle, but I want to see gradual buying coming back into the market, something that gives us a little bit more momentum, a little bit more confidence, and a lot more trends on the lower timeframes. So Bitcoin's currently at $20,359, okay? Little bullish candle in that cradle zone on the daily. Ethereum, very, very similar as well. Uh, It closed, uh, sorry, I should say that Bitcoin was down 1.6% yesterday. So not a huge decline after that news came out. It was very messy and it blew out a lot of the charts for today. I've got to be honest, it wasn't a great trading day this morning. Not very many options available at all. Yesterday, Ethereum closed down 3.8%. It's got a bullish candle in that zone yet again. It's up 2.3% at 1,553. Now, the, the, the level that was very strong support for a long time, once we broke that support, we fell very, very hard, is 1,730. Okay, I'm leaving that level in there, despite the fact it's been broken to the upside and the downside on numerous occasions now. 
if we can get up above there and get somewhere around $1,800, that will be the equivalent of 22000 for me on Bitcoin. And if we can do it on Bitcoin, we'll probably see it happen on ETH. We've got a small bullish candle in the cradle zone on the daily right now. And I'm just going to wait and see how that ends up closing tomorrow. Up 2.3% right now on Ethereum. Yesterday, we saw XRP close down 3%. Today, up 2% at 45.8 cents. One of the charts that does not look very interested at, sorry, interesting at all at the moment. On to DOT, which was down significantly yesterday, 3%. The day before, it was also down 2.6%. Today, however, up 2.8% at $6.42. Still need to get above that $6.50 mark, and then we need to push above $6.83. Something around $7.40 is much more present for me, sorry, much more enjoyable for me, as that will then give us a strong move upward and set this market into a strong daily uptrend. Doge came off yesterday 10%. It's up 5% today. As far as anything tradable on Doge, unfortunately, it's not really there for me at the minute. We do get these little micro trends on Doge at the moment, but they have been very volatile and not a great deal of opportunity has been popping up there from my standpoint. A little breakout trade for a number of my community yesterday on Doge on the 15. It did hit one-to-one, so scale out and risk-free. However, it did then pull back, sadly. Uh, So, yeah, not much going on there with Doge at 13.3 cents, up nearly 5% right now. Uh, Binance pulled back yesterday 1.1% as well. It's up 1.6% today at $325.47. Not really too much activity there that I like. It's a bit of a shame it didn't come in a little bit deeper on, say, the eight hour because it was trying really hard. But that big spike candle sort of took it out. $325.52 is what you will need to buy one Binance. And there is a resistance level coming up ahead. $337, really. We pushed through there. We're looking a lot better. That was tested back in May uh, of this year, again in August of this year, and again a few days back on the 31st of October. Can we see Binance push through that in the month of November and see that we, we don't get the downward Uh, pressure that I was talking of based on the 18 consolidation into 6,000. Hopefully, I'm totally wrong. Um, you know, I, I was saying if we break down through that, I think we'll see a quick dip, uh, a strong fall, and the potential for $11,000. That being said, I would be more than happy to not see that support broken. <laughs> On the Cardano, which yesterday closed down as well, it was down 3.86%, so nothing to be sneezed at. It's up 2.7% today at 39.5 cents, and that weekly candle is bearish in that zone. So it'll be interesting to see how that closes from Cardano onto Solana, which closed down 4.3% yesterday. Quick rebound today of 3.9% sits us at $31.99. Really need to see us get above 35 bucks. And then we're looking a little bit better. AVAX also came off yesterday, 3.8%. It's up 4% today, $18.64. A very nice move there. Um, Sadly, the eight-hour cradle that did move really nicely, you could have got probably about three to one out of that. At least would have been a break-even trade. It just never gave a higher low to move your stop. It's happened sometimes. Up 4% on the nose, $18.63 for AVAX. On to Tron next, which sold off 2% yesterday. It's rebounded 0.6% today. It's sitting at 6.1 cents. So we have seen a little bit of dramatic uh, effect off the back of the interest rate decision that does not come as a surprise at all, considering that's what's been happening a lot of late. That being said, I would love to see this buying start to come back in, steady the ship and keep grinding us higher. I don't need to see a really fast big move. I want to see a consistent move that lasts for days and weeks and hopefully months. 
because that's where we're going to get the best trading conditions. I hope you're long bat. I hope you're in the Discord community and I hope you have a great day. I'll speak to you again very soon. Bye for now.